Comrades, welcome to episode 23 of the Quamfi Show. Uh, today is the day that Quant actually broke out of its nine-month downward channel ever since all-time high. The um, baby has been born. Yeah, so the whale is out of the channel and uh, heading towards the ocean, which is uh, really interesting. We're definitely going to have a look at that. Also, Greg Lund made a tweet storm uh, based on the Hungarian horntail uh, research. Um, and we think that this correlates a lot with what's happening right now um, besides the retail action. So we're going to have a look at that. Also, Quant was in the news last week a couple of times. Um, they were named by, oh my God, Oracle. Um, they had an AltPy article. They had an blah, Fast Company article. And I am a little brain fogged due to COVID, hence why I'm wearing my old headset. I also have, I was going to show you this, fancy new shinies. So this is a wireless mic that I usually wear here from now on. And some fancy new earbuds from Sony. But since I have a lot of coughing and sneezing and crying going on, um, you can actually hear my joints creak if I move. Um, now, I can mute this mic fairly easily, so I can spare your eardrums a little bit. Um, so I'm going to do my best to uh, to be as coherent as possible. Uh, maybe we'll be even better than usual, since I'm actually aware of being brain fogged. Who knows? We'll see. Um, so it's going to be an exciting show. Tim, how's yeah. life? <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh pretty good yeah. yeah i mean it's who doesn't love a nice day of green although i'm wearing a red red shirt uh, i got red too yeah hashtag comfy. comfy yeah well no i feel uh, really comfy today uh who doesn't love a, a, a bull market in a bear market yeah it's uh that that's nice although it it feels kind of bad because i sold a bit of my quant at the absolute bottom uh that feels sad but i uh did find another opportunity today so that money is whoop in the market again it's being invested and i think i have an amazing opportunity there nice uh, so we will we'll, see we'll, what happens we'll talk about that in the end right yeah yeah sure but um i do feel comfy how are you yeah you, you have COVID. yeah uh, last episode we recorded on tuesday and i was talking about how the entire system here is in shambles nikita had COVID. Leon had COVID, Damien, it's our five-month-old son. Um, smoke, no. Uh, had Sorry for that. Um, had a fever, and Smoke has a hot spot on his head, and he should not scratch it. Hey! Because the idiot bumped into a tree or something like that, and then he just can't keep on, uh, can't stop scratching it. So it's like a, a, a growing thing on his head. Um, oh, dear. Yeah, I went to the vet and he had uh, antibiotics and he had some uh, antibiotic spray, which also prevent itching. And he, he, he had a shot to keep the itch down. But he's a retarded ass boxer. So he's, uh, yeah, something else. So, yeah, the entire system is in shambles at the moment, which is um, not ideal. But, no. Uh, the yeah, show goes on. <laughs> yeah, the show must go on. But yeah, so every now and then uh, when you hear me call smoke, no, then um, he needs to stop doing shit that he shouldn't be doing. And apologies for your eardrums in the fence. I'll mute the mic if I think of it. Yeah. <laughs> but besides uh, yeah, that, so... everything is comfy, man. Uh, yeah, it's. I, uh, I... I mean, 
everything is in shambles at your side, but it could have been worse if we were uh, on the bottom and we are actually yeah. moving uh, on the way up. Let's start there. Let's look at the price action. Colby. Okay, you're in gear. I mean, then we have that settled. Everyone is here for the... Who doesn't love price, actually? We all love TA, don't we? We all believe in the TA. We all believe in the meme lines. Okay, <laughs> so, so, so so what we have here... That what was sarcasm, by the way. What we have here is, is CoinGecko. Uh, let me refresh this motherfucker. <laughs> $95. This should be in euros. Yeah, 95 euros. Actually, it doesn't really matter anymore whether you look at it in euro yes, or in it dollars. Does. Does? I, yes, I hate burger tokens. No. Um, so, yeah, dollar, euro um, in 2022, um, it happened again, and the dollar is uh, is worth a euro. I say again, but that's not entirely true. Oh, well. Um, so, when we look at the quant chart, and I put it on the 30 day, what you can see here is a uh, the linear graph and you can see quant 16th of june uh touching 40 this is where tim bought uh sold sold hey hey don't offend me like that no, no, no. i'm sorry and and from then on if i put it to log that's uh, pretty much i did it for you guys i did it for you uh, i took one for the team took one for the team yeah for sure and what you actually see is uh pretty bullish uh, price momentum um we had a, 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 a top on June 26th, then we went down a bit, 47 uh, euros, dollars. And that's where everybody um, with a little bit of uh, his inner bear engaged was uh, calling for 20. It was a dead cat bounce. And then we created a top on July 9th, 85 euros. Then the top on July 10th, 86. We went down, everybody was calling for 20 or at least 40 again. And here, here, looking at the 24 hours, we're, we spiked today at 95.48. So that's really nice. And what is also interesting is volume. If we look at the volume right now, then you can see that volume was a little bit up June 20th, June 19th. Um, then it went kind of flat again, so up, meaning it was around 60 million, and then it went down to its uh, kind of regular 20 million. Then the volume climbed up to 100 million on July 10th, and it kind of held there for two days, died down a bit, down to 50. That was when uh, the 15, at the 50 million uh, volume, we reached the peak of uh, 85. That was on Monday the 11th. And right now we are in about 90 million volume, price 95. So th I, th I think that's decent uh, as far as my um, TA and, 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 and volume versus price action knowledge goes. But 24 hours, look at that graph. It's uh Look at that. Yes. Nice and spicy. It's uh, it's it's really nice. And if we're going nice. to look at where Quant is right now in the rankings, they're ranked 45 on CoinGecko and on CMC, I believe we even touched 42 for a bit. At least I shared a screenshot of that. Um, yeah, we uh, we bottomed uh, quite a bit. <laughs> I was actually really... I mean, my, 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 my stomach... You said 42. Yeah, I know. I meant rank 42. 
Oh, well, rank 42. Total, total oh. Total ranks, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're bullets. rank, no, 40, no. <laughs> rank 45 on CMC as well. Um, yeah, volume, same. Almost 100 over the 24 hours, and uh, price is also uh, similar as can be expected. Uh, yeah, I think... Can, can yeah. we look at it, uh, the ranks? The ranks? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Sorry, I yeah. was doing two things at the same time. I shouldn't be doing that uh, while uh, on the show, but this is the coffee <laughs> show. This is what you can expect. Yes. Uh, okay, welcome so welcome aboard. Yeah, well, welcome aboard. Maintain. Welcome to the asylum. Yeah, exactly. So Bitcoin right now is at uh, almost 400 billion market cap, uh, price at 20.6k, um, with a volume of 27 billion, which is pretty low for Bitcoin, if I remember correctly. ETH is at nearly 1200. I mean, Bit- Bitcoin's volume. Sorry, sorry for interrupting you. Bitcoin's volume always ranges between like twenty-five and fifty billion, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the low side of the spectrum, I think. Yes, yes. If we look at market caps, what was our highest market cap we ever reached? Uh, Six billion. No, 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 no. I mean, we we reached four hundred four hundred twenty dollars. So yeah. So it's like three hundred sixty euro. Yeah, that's six billion. Quick math. Six billion. Yeah, maybe I fucked up the zero, but the first number is uh, is correct. So we're at six billion at the peak. Um, oh dear. So six billion would put us opposition fourteen fifteen. So that would yeah, be okay, Polygon Avalanche. Polygon Avalanche territory right now. Tron, dare I say it. And even SHIB is down to position 13 on the rankings. Fuck is Chainlink still doing at 25? <clears throat> anyway. CCIP, friend. Yeah, Quant 1.3 bill. Rounded up, of course. That's so juicy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think. General vibe in crypto is very odd uh, because we are moving upwards again. But when I speak to a lot of normal people uh, around me, just people who are not uh, in the asylum of, of, of being in crypto all day, looking on Telegram. Uh, the uninitiated. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Uh, they they don't really care about crypto at the moment. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Maybe I invest, maybe I don't. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah, that, that's a general vibe, and I think you you told a similar story today. Yeah, I contacted a friend of mine who uh, I I spoke about three four months ago, maybe a bit longer ago. Initially, told him uh, about Q and T when he said he was in crypto, and uh, told him about Q and T. Sent him the the information package as I do with some links and stuff, and where he can get it. Um, and then like yeah, the starter month, pack. Yeah. Exactly, and a month or a month or so back, he's like, "Hey, dude, uh, you're still into the Q and T thing, yeah? Yeah, s- send me uh, the stuff again." So I did, and um, I decided to reach out today because we were going to break out of that uh, downward channel uh, we were in for nine months. And I was like, "Dude, uh, price might get more interesting. It doubled since the last time we spoke. Uh, maybe you want to get invested." And he's like, "No, no, no. I'm gonna have a look at that." Uh, after summer, I'm not really into crypto right now. I'm like, 
Okay. <laughs> what else? What else is there to do? Um, everybody well, gets their quant back for the price that they deserve. Uh, yeah, and I agree. I think uh, I feel the same with my friends. On the other hand, um, it, it makes sense. We we are witnessing inflation uh, levels of around what was it? It was on the news this week because everyone suddenly cares yeah, about the, the inflation. The CMI. It's like nine percent. The CPI, I think, the I, consumer price index. Um, I think it's CPI and the consumer price index. Okay. Anyways, inflation is is around nine percent at the moment, which is a lot, and 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 uh, life is getting nine point really, really one was the was the verdict, right? Yeah, and, and no matter how you frame it, uh, life's very expensive for most people so i can imagine that they don't really have that much money on the side yeah especially it's summer so even for myself i'm spending most money in the year i spend during the summer you go on holidays you do nice stuff with friends it's more more tempting to just spend a lot of a nice time and usually you don't really have that much on the side so I, i do get it i do understand but when you understand that kind of mechanisms you also understand that investing right now is, or maybe not in quantum, I'm not sure about uh, the current uh, the, the short term here. Uh, on the macro, obviously, this is still a great time to buy and nothing is wrong. It's just that oh. when you see such a sudden spike in price action, uh, but you get my point, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. And it, it boils down to the same thing as always. And that is people are uneducated and pe- people have no clue what's going on. And also um, people cannot think beyond their next paycheck. And most of the time, even uh, even, even shorter than that. And that that's why investing is, is not for most people. And that's why most people lose money. Example, right now I am in, Three projects, including the Quamfi Show. So I have the Quamfi Show, I have Galileo, and I have that other project that I uh, I'm not willing to talk about yet. Um, and that, and that takes up practically all of my time. Um, together with the family and stuff. So it, it, it's it's pretty intensive, and that's okay because I love doing it. What does it pay me? Nothing. I do not earn money yet from the Quamfi Show. We're going to be running ads in the future. I want you to know that now we're, while we're on the subject. But it, it, it doesn't earn me money yet. This it just costs money. We're hemorrhaging money. No, that, that That's like, the, the, no. That, that's and it's not... even worse because he has to talk to me, which is even more draining. Uh, can <laughs> yeah. I imagine? Well, your voice is pretty appealing. Yeah, but... <laughs> true. But the person uh, behind the voice isn't. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Good and, of myself. So, but, but all these projects, they are... They are investments in my future, and I invest my time right now. I am building something. I'm. Uh, I have also look at, at at my Telegram history. I think uh, I have a pretty decent reputation, a good reputation in the community. I think I invested a lot of time. I think a lot of people uh, can get behind that, and that that is paying dividends right now by sharing this, by uh, my inclusion in the other companies. Those opportunities came up because people knew me there. And and where I'm getting at, I'm gonna make my point is my family and 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 the people around me. Are like, dude, you're still on your phone, still the crypto shit. Should, shouldn't you get a job? Shouldn't you do something else? Shouldn't you X Y Z? Um, 
oh, so what? You're 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 selling your Q and T, but you said you would never sell, and and people don't understand that choosing to not sell my time to somebody else because eventually money buys you time, or or, or it costs you time, depends on on how you look at it, and. For me, not being in a day job, working for someone else means I have a lot of extra time. Means that I have a lot of extra bandwidth for my own things. Yeah. Meaning that I can do what I like. And doing what we like generally, usually, gives you a lot more uh, positive incentive and, and, and better results. So, yes, I quote-unquote wasted three years, two, three years in, in, in researching quant and learning about crypto. And now I'm wasting, in quotations, my time ever since November with this YouTube channel that doesn't pay me shit. <laughs> and now I'm also wasting time with two projects that doesn't don't make me money. And that's my mother-in-law speaking. If you hear this, I know you don't speak English, but you are wrong. Um, but people don't get it. People don't get that it takes sacrifice to, to reach a certain vision. And not everything is going to pay out. I had tons of projects. I mean, I do have a, have a track record of, of, of stuff not panning out um, the, the way I want. Um, I usually get bored pretty quickly. But this is, 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 is working out pretty well right now. And everything is falling into place. And in the end, eventually, it, it, it will begin paying dividends. Yeah. And what was the point that I was trying to make? normies 99 plus percent of people do not invest because investing requires a large time horizon and investing requires research making a plan and and sticking to it and knowing what happens when markets go down sure there might be a time to sell but if you bought a project that you that you know through and through and 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 that you are aware of what they're trying to achieve and in what time frame they, they, they want to achieve it, um, then you know that it, it most likely is, is temporary and you will yeah. not sell. But most no. people get scared, they sell, and that's why retail loses money. Yeah. And, and this could be a snippet. Absolutely. It should be a snippet. Yeah. So um, I, that is usually the bottom line. And that is why people don't invest right now, because right now people can only see the bottom people can only see doom and gloom and everything is terrible and, and, and everything is dying but this is the moment where people should be thinking okay um i i i saved some money probably maybe yeah. i should start investing tim yeah no i mean i was just listening to you and i think you, you, you yeah you make great sense in what you say and um <laughs> we are both different persons we are like about 180 degrees yeah yeah. In any yeah. Sense. yeah. But but still I think we we have we have common ground here. Um yeah. because well yeah obviously I'm just I'm young, I'm still just working, building out everything. But instead of just working and stopping there, I'm also investing my time researching crypto. Yes. Doing this. And and sure I have a nine to five. Oh, actually I work in government, they don't really work nine to five, it's just in <laughs> yeah. day. But you truly are, you truly are the exception to the rule. And yeah, and, um, and, uh, and, and and sorry for interrupting, yeah. but we see in quant more of these exceptions to the rule. People that don't just dabble, but actually do research 
and 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 look ahead and 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 see where everything is going and they yeah. do their job so, some thrive at their job some just go through the motions um but 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 this is not at all i mean most of the groups we're in the the smaller groups the the people that are in there are not the average they are the 1% of the room that they are in in general yeah true and 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 it kind of um how do you say gives a, a bit of a, a bit of a bit of a strange perspective because we think this is this is the norm because we are in this but it is not most people no, are just no, happy sure, yeah. with their with their day to day and yeah. at least they think they are <laughs> and i mean they they probably and if they are that's great right everyone has should do whatever they like it's yeah, just that um i have always felt like okay uh, by just working i'm not going gonna make it just because of the macroeconomic environment i mean and, and I, I i can manage to see to look into the future and sure i'll probably if i just continue what i'm doing right now i'll probably end up pretty well it's just like yeah well i may start investing and um i i also have the ability to when I do something, I always go 100% into it. I'm not doing things on the side. Mm. So that's what happened exactly with Quant. I just got obsessed. You guys uh, lured me into this. And now I'm here recording this podcast with you. Uh... Giving back to the community. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a, it's a really fun thing to do at the end of the day. Because, well, <laughs> we know it's going to be a long road until 2025 or even longer. You, your perspective is a bit shorter than mine. But the consensus is 2025, 2030, something along those lines. And yeah. it's going to be a long road. It's going to be a really interesting road. I was just looking at the number of holders a year ago. Uh, I was actually, I actually did a post uh, because I remember July 2021 to be a very bullish month. So I did a post today on Quantum Dates so of one year ago. And we actually got listed on crypto.com uh, a year ago today. Oh. And, we were around 19,000 holders a year ago today. Yeah, uh, we're at 60 right now, something like that. Let's yeah, see. yeah. Let's so see. the ride is really interesting. And um, what you were saying, I noticed on, 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 on the road there is, is that the people that stay are either the people that I told to stay and I said, okay, don't, yeah. don't care about crypto anymore. Or the people that actually do their research, stick around, just work their regular job, know how to invest, know that it's going to take a long while, and just love the project. The, hey, those people stick around. The supply yeah. on CoinGecko. Yeah. It's it, it's correct, isn't it? Maximum. It is. Yeah. Well, wasn't that, wasn't that always forty? That was always an issue, and it was always a lot of fun. Uh, oh, so. Finger, I'm not know. sure how that was in the past, though. Yeah, I believe, or, or was that coin market cap that 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 still displayed the old 45? No, this is also max supply, total supply, so it's fixed. Yeah, people, you have a supply of 14.6 million. Yeah, 14.612493. Yeah, wow. Jarno and me have the 12 uh, in between. Yeah, so 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 they fixed the supply, which is really cool. Um, sorry for interrupting. And there was another thing. Oh yeah, I wanted to check the year over year because you said um, crypto.com. I, I, I'm yep. curious. I'm curious to see. 
what the effect of the crypto.com listing was. So that was the 14th of July, right? Yeah. That didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, delayed effect. July 20th. That was a pump. Yeah, but it was, that was a Binance pump. Was it now? Okay. Th th that was the Binance pump for sure. We got Binance on the 24th, 25th of July, if I remember. Or a bit okay, the 27th of July, something like that. This is the 21st. This yeah, yeah. The but 20... like a week later, we got Binance. Ah oh, right, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm messing up the skill of the, yeah, you're absolutely right. Apologies. Yeah, so interesting shit, definitely. Yeah. Um, we move into Greg. Sure. Okay, that 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 needs a little bit of introduction. Greg doesn't. Greg's a fucking legend. Follow him, Greg Long Twenty Seven. Um, we're gonna have a look at his thread in a bit. Um, Tree Toe Sloth. Hungarian Horntail, also a legend. Um, and us, we are also legends. We identified also the, the potential utility with uh, the, the increasing wallets with even numbers somewhere in, uh, what was that, November, October? When I was like, hey, dude, top 500 is increasing. I was like, mm -hmm. weird. And yeah. then we found all these, these 5,000 uh, Q&T wallets. I think the first time we, we mentioned that, <laughs> I'm not sure which video, yeah. uh, but the first time we mentioned that was around that time. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So there's been some research done, um, and that actually started last year. Uh, you saw on the screen like that Mount Everest uh, climb in price. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim, Tim, and I didn't sell because we found the document in Council, and we were like, "Okay, motherfucker, this is utility. There is no doubt." And and this is not the top. It is not possible. Um, and then, yeah, well, it was a sliding slope from there. But we just broke out of that today. Um, but yeah, um, utility. That has been the narrative for the last couple of uh, weeks. Um, that it is picking up again. And against all my expectations and, uh, and prophecies regarding... Uh, predictability, repeatability, and market manipulation, it seems that that is not really a problem because what happened last year is happening again. And uh, good old Hungarian uh, Sebastian, Sebastian for sure. Hungarian uh, Hornpil. Yeah, they have a bunch of wallets under close observation and, and the sheer amount of repetitive actions with um, wallets carrying yeah. the same amount of q and and not just the same amount of q and no, to the 18th decimal. Yeah. Uh, identical and, 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 and being moved in batches that add up to even dollar numbers um, and go through a wallet with no ETH in them. So that's like deep freeze in, uh, in crypto land. If cold storage is... Uh, is a ledger with some ETH. The deep freeze is the ledger that is buried in the garden without ETH. And this appears to be that. Uh, same goes for the wallets that were created last year. No movement. Everything that was there is still in there. And that, to me, testifies for the fact that price of QNT right now is lower than it was last year. Um, meaning that the QNT that got unlocked for a license and a license got renewed... This is speculation, by the way. Um, 
means that those Q and T can simply be recycled, um, and 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 they need to buy more. So if the price was half of what it was last year, and last year the license needed let's say a thousand tokens, right now that same license we need two thousand tokens. So that could explain why wallets that expired in quotations uh, about two weeks ago did not get drained because there's probably a new wallet created and those Q&T values uh, are added to, to match the license once again. That could also account for the volume that we have been seeing uh, for the last weeks, which yeah. is four or five times last nine month average. And yeah, I, I think that's that, that's a, that's a fair assessment. Um, so those are really interesting and fascinating things. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this is all um, speculation at this point, but um, it does rhyme very, very well. And um, what what is also interesting, and that's what we're going to see probably next year, um, and and that is also the the entire uh, idea that that the treasury and this token model is built upon is to, quant also wants to make a profit so um if the utility becomes more of a flywheel someone uh, gave that as an example i can't remember whom but um and and it starts aggregating more and more value means that qt price can technically not go lower than the previous year meaning uh the 2000 qt that got locked now double of what was locked last year um are going to be freed up next year when the license expires. If price is 2x of what it is uh, from today, means that they're only going to need to lock uh, 1,000 QNT again. If the price is 4x, they only need to lock 500 QNT. That means that the surplus, the other 1,500 in the second example, um, can then be sold for profit or stored in the treasury. Um, for use with either other licenses or whatnot. And that is when you start to see that the volatility will go down. Um, for now, uh, if prices year over year are lower, volatility will go up. And that's the beauty of this model. It's like a scale. Um, so if prices are down now, volatility kind of goes up. More Q&T needs to be locked. Treasury has no choice. They need to buy from the open market. They don't care about price because customers pay in fiat. And what you then see the next year, technically, price should be up. One should be uh, taking profits, creaming off uh, the excess Q&T, storing that in their storage, or potentially selling that on a market to fund their growth. And, and then you're going to have a real nice ecosystem with tokens um, in and out of circulation. Um, and what's going to add to that eventually is the remote connected gateways, obviously. And in my opinion, that will... Uh, create a vacuum in the, in the system regarding tokens on exchanges, tokens on on, 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 on wallets will be put to work because people uh, will want to capitalize on the increased traffic and, and on the, the fact that you're going to get paid in Q&T. And getting paid in Q&T, ladies and gentlemen, is um, like the only way right now in the entire world that you get paid by anything that has no inflation, even Bitcoin has inflation. Gold has inflation, everything has inflation, but QT has not. And uh, that alone means that with every transaction you process, your percentage of the supply grows. And if that's not bullish, I don't know what to tell you. So 
<laughs> forward introduction. I think that will suffice. I was on my way downstairs getting some popcorn because this is. Yeah. Yeah. Must no. Uh, yeah. You mentioned gateways. <laughs> I almost forgot about them for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> bringing up another uh, trauma. Yeah. Kind of worms. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I, I fully agree. Uh, this is going to be a snippet for sure. Uh, and 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 let's get back to where we started, and that that is the the, the wallet activity. Uh, before we go there, before we enter the discussion on 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 Greg and Hungarian and Sebastian and all the great people of this community brings forward, uh, Jarno and I had a little discussion uh, earlier today in the Dutch group. Ah, uh, and that was on um, suspected utility. So we're having this pump uh, today, mm. and um, well, uh, I said, well, we should be. It's careful with, with, with explaining this as pure utility. And then you said, yeah, but what, what will make me ever believe that we have entered the stage of utility, right? That's yeah, that's to correct. paraphrase um, what you yeah. just said. No, that's correct. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then I replied, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I think it's, it is utility too, but we cannot be sure at this stage. But what we can do and what makes me think that this might indeed be a utility, is the fact that we can start spotting the patterns that exist. Yeah. A year ago, for the first time, we saw very irregular movement in wallets. But as, as it happened last year, we didn't think, we didn't suspect it was utility. Sure, there were people screaming utility, but nobody really could... I did. Sure, but you were just one of the baseless hooligans shouting it. Just guessing, Without, yeah. yeah, 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 but but not actually delivering. Um, how do I say, like the evidence and the realization that it was utility only came later. I think uh, we actually were among the first pioneers who argued back in November 2021, mm. a bit earlier, that there was a very unusual um, uh, activity going on in the top 1,000. That was that was our first guess. Because first we could see QBAT, right? In, when you look in the Confluence, you can see the numbers of, of wallets uh, that hold 1,000 one Q and T. Uh, no, sorry. They're in the one top 1,000. And the amount of Q and T they hold, you could see that go up. And I, we weren't I, sure I, why that was. I noticed and that's where first, the entire search started. <laughs> I noticed it first when I and other people were losing ranks. Yeah, exactly. And And we were like, wait. What are people now buying over XKQNT just straight off the bat within a week? And 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 that that's what 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 sent me on on a on a scavenger hunt. Okay, what the hell is going on? And then we found all these. We need to link this video in the charts. Make a note of that. Um, then we found all these wallets holding the same exact amount of QNT. I was like. Wait, this is weird. Why would anybody do that? I mean, if, if you if if you split stuff up, that that's fine. But but to the decimal, that was like, yeah, odd. <laughs> I think we we kind of um, created this hypothesis together, right? That we mm. are with some very smart people in a group, and and then people started the scavenging hunt. Uh, credits to Hungarian, credits to Sebastian, and all. Yeah. 
and that is what this story of Greg Lund is going to be about. That is what we had um, uh, Hungarian for on the show a couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah. And 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 that was and sorry to conclude this point, and then we'll go into the tweet <laughs> storm. Uh, and and that is exactly what I said. Well, I think it it should be utility, but we will see that starting from now on because we can start comparing patterns. And um, the longer, the more time progresses, the the, the more clear it will get whether this is utility or, or some will playing games with us. Um, but as time progresses, it will why? become more clear. Why? Why would somebody... I agree with you, but for the sake of, 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 of staying critical, we, we should not rule out... For the sake so, of science, somebody sake, yeah, could well, be playing with billions of dollars and creating equal amounts of UNT wallets. <laughs> You're yeah, right. Well, that's unimaginable with your fat finger. But... <laughs> oh, man, I, some... can't, I can't even get the date and time right on the uploads. I mess that up like every other week. <laughs> I, am, I have zero conscientiousness. I, I, oh, man, no, those, but, those but, errors, you should just let me, let, let me talk and let me think, but don't, don't, don't let me type. No. It's, uh, no. it's not going to work. No. Uh, to conclude your arguments, and just... The next couple of months are going to be really important for us to study how this works. Mm. And we might indeed see more um, evidence on the treasury being active. And just on-chain activity is going to tell us what direction we are heading for. Yeah. Greg Lund. So, Greg Lund 27 on, on Twitter. Um, I summarized the tweet storm in, in my earlier rant, uh, monologue. So we're, we're going to kind of fly through this. All the links, as usual, are in the description. Um, even if you're on the podcast platforms, thank you. Have you subscribed already? Did you follow us? Did you leave a like? Did you leave a comment? We really appreciate it. Um, you can find Did everything. Did you click the notification bell? Mm. Bing! <laughs> you can find everything in the description and you can... Click the links, and it will take you right there if you want to deep dive yourself. You so, might even see uh, your notification photos. Mm. Mm. Anyway, did you see the on-chain data presented yesterday by Hungarian in the embedded tweet below? Today, I'll take us deeper into exactly what transpired with this wallet and the Q&T token movement that ensued. Um, so this is the, the Hungarian... Um, let, let, let's do it this way. Let's let's embed that as well. So you can also get the Hungarian tweet with one click. Um, what you see here is is the screenshot from Hungarian. On July 10th, QNT was on position 51, and it was the highest gainer on the one hour, 24 hour, and the seven day um, percentage wise. So it was 6%, 25%, and 60% respectively. Second tweet, the primary wallet here, we'll call it Wallet 1, was created in January 22, the January year 2022, and has been, sorry, has only been active on six days. On each of these days, there was a deposit from the Coinbase 2 hot wallet, and within seconds, that money was sent to a second wallet. We'll call that Wallet 2. An example. So this past Saturday, that was the 9th of July, in the middle of the bullish Prime move, Wallet1 received 1,706 QNT from Coinbase. Then, within one minute, sent that entire amount to Wallet2. 
there's a graph here. From there, over the course of an hour, wallet two withdrew those funds in equal amounts to wallets three and four. Outside of a couple of outliers, all of these transactions were the exact same size down to the decimal place. There's a picture here painting that, and you can also see the time frame on that. I highly recommend if, if you're interested um, to, to look at this evidence. I think it's uh, pretty compelling. The final destination of the tokens, wallets three and four, only hold Q and T. I'm going to take a sip of water. It's important to point out that these wallets also hold zero ETH, indicating there are no plans to move to QNT. And he wrote under there bracketed without ETH, the wallet has no gas to make outbound transactions and can only receive funds. Note, unlike wallet one, wallet two receives non QNT ERC20 tokens as well, but the wallet always behaves the same. Within one hour, any deposited tokens to the wallet are withdrawn in equal amounts. This feels like some sort of smart contract DAP built for token distribution. Now here's the most interesting thing I found. Look at the last three days of activity for wallet one. On the 31st of March, the 22nd of June and the 9th of July. The amount of Q&T in the batches created by Wallet2 appear to adjust for the price of Q&T at that time, delivering a consistent fiat value. Tim and I also figured this out, not to bang our own drum, but it is interesting when we were looking at uh, one of the wallets highlighted by Hungarian, and uh, we concluded that one batch that got sent there within one minute that consisted of 11 transactions um, of which, um, sorry, 10 transactions of which one was um, of, of, with a different uh, amount of tokens, but the other ones were all identical to the decimal. And yep. when we added everything up, we came to a total US dollar value of $500,000. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think we... Um... Indeed, exactly. It, 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 it. I mean, it wasn't exactly exactly, but that's because we don't have obviously the actual real-time um, price of that time, and we calculated it roughly with ninety-two dollars for for that point in time, um, and 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 with with, with some minimal rounding, uh, half a million. It, 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 that is absolutely fascinating, if you ask me. Ask me and. Um... That is the kind of stuff we should be looking for. And, and uh, in your more early analysis, I'm not sure if people did that, but people do now. Yeah. So indeed, not to beat our own drum, but we kind of introduced that line of thinking too. Yeah. And <laughs> now it is getting really interesting and juicy. Uh... Yeah. What's even more interesting, because I talked to Hungarian in DMs as well, is he identified thousands, together with Sebastian, of wallets, his wording, not mine. I might have misinterpreted, perhaps. I'm a. Uh, calling this speculation trying to wake mats no but but, but 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 he, but he literally said there are thousands of other uh wallets like this with 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 with, with the same behavior wait um, a second by the way you on the right side of your screen do you see that qnt is uh, trending yes trending but i I'm, I'm not sure if i refresh this today i, I can refresh but still is, is this or twitter or is this actually Quant is still trending. Yeah. Let's 20... let's look for this on a 
this is our Twitter. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, it is trending in business and finance right yeah. now on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, it is. Wow. 2930 tweets. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, so we're moving on. For instance, on the 31st of March, QNT's average price was $141. On that date, each wallet to batch size was an average of 44 QNT. That's the total USD amount of an average 6,200. So that's 141 times 44. How does that compare to other recent days of quant utility? Now, what you see here is uh, kind of like an Excel uh, blow up. Um, and you can see uh, four columns and four rows. First column. Uh, reads the date, second reads the average quant price, third unit QNT size, and the fourth is the unit USD amount. Um, and then the rows are the dates. So the first date on, on the, the, the 31st of March, average QNT price was 141, quant size 44, USD amount 6,200. On the 22nd of June, 5,513 QNT, 6,215. And on the 9th of July, 80 USD, 84 QNT, 6,720. <laughs> USD amounts look pretty similar, right? But what is important? Why is that important? Overledger licenses are charged in fiat, then converted to QNT. QNT amounts fluctuate from license to license based on the price of QNT at the time of purchase, as it aims to satisfy a specific fiat value, as we explained earlier. And, 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 and in this case, whenever Wallet 1 received funds, subsequently sent them to Wallet 2, it appears Wallet 2 creates QNT batch amounts, automatically adjusting for the 6 to 7K value. One could argue this is what license activity would look like. Again, the QNT token flow across these wallets is Coinbase, Wallet 1, Wallet 2, numerous HODL wallets. Pure speculation, Coinbase moves to Treasury wallets, moves to token distribution smart contract, moves to quant license wallets. And what is interesting for this is this afternoon, Tim and I spoke about creating an Instagram quant updates, follow uh, at quant yeah. updates. Um, we were doing research for a tweet and concluded that um, the, the treasury document of 2020 is still valid, but it is old there's a lot of terminology that changed and in my personal opinion mind you this is my personal opinion um the treasury could have very well left their initial idea of hosting their own treasury wallets and i might be confusing things or is discombobulating i love that word i'm not sure how to use it um because there were community treasury there were other treasury wallets assigned but I think that they are now using a third-party custody solution. And I'll explain why. If you have to manage the contracts and all these licenses yourself, there could be a conflict of interest. Usually you want a third party to do your accounting of this sort. And if you, for instance, uh, use Coinbase custody, or SDX or Gemini or, or others, then 
they do the administration. They do all the heavy lifting. And the only thing that you have to do is your core business. So you just have to sell licenses and produce a dashing product called Overledger. And and and, and, and that's what you want to use your time for. And let other people that, that are specialized in specific things, in this case custody, do that for you. Um, so I think this makes sense. Um, and, and I think if I understood the initial document correctly, that that has changed. And I think that could potentially also, in, in, in some way, shape or form, have effects on the dashboard, but now my speculation goes rampant. So we'll move on. But token distribution, smart contract on Coinbase custody, going to quad license wallets, that is all auditable at Coinbase. And that, and that means more transparency. Not to you and yep. me, you're not going to see it. You're not going to get it. You're not going to see how many billions of licenses uh, in licenses Quant has sold over the past years. Um, no. But, 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 but the SEC will and, and the taxman will. And, and that is what, what counts. Yeah. And, and, and we, we, we spent a significant share of our previous episodes on Coinbase custody and we'll link it uh, here. Top of the screen right yeah, now. Yeah, excellent. So next tweet. With the amount of wallets created over the last month or so, I don't think Wallet One is the only wallet being used as a tool to disperse QNT from exchanges to a huddle wallets, but this could be a blueprint. Overall, wallet growth has been exponential lately. And there's a graph here um, and, and a link to uh, Greg's own tweet um, that February to May, we added 5,400 wallets. And in the last four weeks, we added another 5,400. Uh, things are heating up, and numbers are even more compelling right now. Yep. Greg continues with a disclaimer. This could all be totally wrong. I'm honestly just guessing and having some fun with this, but there does seem to be something going on. The token activity is too calculated and appears to be directly tied to the price of Q&T. If you want to check these wallets yourself and see if Greg is full of shit, I think, Greg, if you see this, mate, you are setting yourself short. I think your research is 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 is, is way above par, and um, don't sell yourself short. I understand the disclaimer, um, but you're doing amazing work, man. Um, so he concludes: Are we watching a quant license utility play out in front of our eyes? Is quant the company facilitating this movement? What are your thoughts? Remember, there are no wrong answers. We're all just speculating, searching for the truth. Um. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is amazing work. And, yeah, uh, it is. It, it definitely is. Um, I think this is the kind of second wave activity in the community that we need. First wave was dicking by the people on the council. We're still doing that. They are still sharing articles. Did you just still... say dicking? You said dicking in council. I heard that at least. <laughs> Might be my dirty mind. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. What did Tim just say? Was it digging or was it dicking? Are they just dicking around in council? Hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is the kind of second wave activity <laughs> that we need. Um, and uh, people like Horntail... That's karma for what you just said, Jarno. He is he is suffering 
God strikes immediately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but but these guys are putting forward the research and and, and now actually applying that to the on chain on on Ethereum is brilliant. And and it will give us so much more leads, and there is so much more to get into. Yeah, it's fascinating. It is yeah. fascinating stuff. We're just Absolutely. scratching the surface. We are, we are, and I, I feel terrible for for panic for my stomach that can't handle the heat. But hey, we live and we learn, my man. We live and we learn. Yeah, I mean, I did sleep pretty well after that, so that was worth temporary. <laughs> I mean, I, I still sleep well because now the price is going up and I don't really care anymore. So. Right. All so, right. Um, Next. Yeah, a couple of things are going on. And one of the things that's going on is, is regulation. There's, uh, there's talk about uh, MICA. Um, MICA? Yeah, that's the... Uh, I forgot. I, I have it here, but I, I can't find what... I know it. MICA, that's a singer. It, it is. M-I-C-A. Um, why, why do I forget that, Michael Griffith? It's it's new regulation proposal. We discussed it in another um, markets and crypto asset regulation. That's it. Relax, take it easy. Yeah, really zen. Relax. Ooh, I shouldn't be doing that. No dancing today. Made me dizzy. That was interesting. Usually I need to drink for that. Yeah, so uh, the Quant tweet reads, the EU is creating an environment which encourages... I cannot see anything, though. Ah, that's because it's a secret. But neither do the listeners in the car, so, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) You spoiled little Britta. The the EU is creating an environment which encourages the development of blockchain use cases while maintaining monetary sovereignty and control. G. Verdian tells Old Fine News at DJ Lognon. Lanyon. Um, so regulation. And um, there's a, a link, and that link leads to the Quant website. There is an excerpt to the article. The entire article is in the description. And we're going to... Uh, we're going to read through the excerpt. Governments around the world are in a race to determine how best to regulate stablecoins and digital assets. Gilbert Verdian, our founder and CEO, spoke on the impact of... Oh, I fucked up the sentence. Sorry. How to best regulate stablecoins and digital assets. Gilbert Verdian, our C, founder and CEO, spoke on the impact of the EU's new markets in crypto assets regulation with Altfi's Daniel Lemion. With the new MICA regulation, there are enormous issues at stake. Regulators want to create dynamic economies that lead the way for fintech growth and innovation, consumer protections, and the ability to maintain monetary sovereignty. In a new article by Altfi editorial director Daniel Lanyon entitled In the Bleak Mid-Crypto Winter, a Regulatory Thaw Begins, Quant CE, founder and CEO Gilbert Ferdian provided insight into how and why these new regulations are taking shape. First paragraph is modernizing financial services. Gilbert said that, quote, blockchain will profoundly impact financial services, especially in asset management via the tokenization of funds, capital markets, and perhaps most importantly, in payments and money movement, end quote. 
This emerging technology can substantially lower costs by reducing the need for counterparties and complex processes, enabling new business and revenue opportunities. So, so this is this is really cool because this is uh, talking about the tokenization of well, practically everything, and um, this is maybe also beating a beating a dead horse or whatever, but. Everything is expensive in, in financial markets. Everything takes time. Most assets are not fungible, um, are illiquid, and so on and so on and so on. So tokenization of stuff, um, NFTs, um, can be a lifesaver because then you can actually focus markets um, and, 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 and trade with, with much more liquid pools and, and, and even trade assets that aren't fungible uh, or collateralized or, or, or whatnot. Um, and, and, and Quant has, has its finger in there as well. QRC20 um, is, 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 I think, an example of this. And there are way more projects under the hood or the bonnet um, that we haven't uh, even, uh, even heard of, but that are coming. I am thinking that Gilbert and his friends are well on their way helping solving the identity problem. And I think that because I heard Martin talk about that when he was talking with, I don't know her name, with the fat lady when they were sitting on that couch. Mm -hmm. and, and Martin actually said that the, the biggest hurdle right now for everything uh, to move further, I'm going to close the window in the meantime, is... Is, is, yeah. is identity. Yeah. And if, if, if that doesn't get solved, that, then there are still problems. So we're going to need at least the digital identity part, the DID bit uh, to, to, to get sorted. And self-sovereign identity, obviously, is the holy grail, in my mind at least. I would uh, love to see your comments if you disagree. Um, but in my opinion... I was thinking about this is that um, if that is such a hurdle, then it is actually potentially, this is speculation, people, this is my thoughts, holding back Quant's expansion, their, their evil plan for world domination. Um, this was a joke. But if that's not. <laughs> If, if that's not solved, no. But if that's not solved, then then that's a problem because all those things rely on that. And we gave the example before in the Netherlands. Um, we have DigiD, and I know that hurts your ears, DigiD. Uh, but it's it's like a digital ID. You have it, government. It asks your social security number, and then you can activate that, and you can access everything that you approve on that uh, through a single portal, essentially. And even if you go to your healthcare provider, you can log in with that digital identity and you are in a safe environment where uh, nobody can get you to, to make it really simple. But yeah, everybody is looking how to create a solution like that, either on blockchain or DLT or just on a legacy system um, and, and make that work and make it interoperable um, and also make it... Um, 
I don't know, customizable or, or whatever. I think interoperable is the right word. Um, but if, yeah, as long as that doesn't really exist or doesn't really work, then a lot of the solutions Quant provides are are, are just on, on, on one leg and not on both legs. So wouldn't surprise me at all. Same as that we speculated Quant might create their own blockchain for people that want the one-stop shopping experience and they want to have the trust and the um, and the reputation of, of Quant Network and Gilbert's uh, signature at the bottom. They might as well also maybe working together with, with other entities, um, create their own digital identity or maybe even self-separate identity solution yeah. to make all this um, more better. <laughs> Anything to add to that, Tim, or shall I go on? Not really. All right. Go on. So the impact of MICA. Take it easy. There is There's nothing that you can can't do. Relax. Okay. Um, he added that tighter regulations like MICA should be welcomed. I shouldn't be dancing. Quote, tighter regulations like MICA should be welcomed as these provide the guide rails for how stablecoins and other digital assets can operate. It's important, not just from an operational perspective, but reputationally as well. Many of our customers have told us that clearer rules and guidelines around stablecoins, sorry, around stablecoin stable backing, backing and ESG will spur more business cases to drive investment and adoption, end quote. The regulation, he says, also balances the need for central banks to mitigate systemic economic risk against the need for new commercial stablecoin development and innovation. There are less onerous obligations for smaller stablecoins. NFTs are out of scope. The EU is creating an environment which encourages the development of blockchain use cases while maintaining monetary sovereignty and control. End quote. Yep. Um, so we spoke about this also in the last episode. I think um, that no stablecoin is good enough. No. Maybe we, can, yeah. maybe we can add a chart of this as well because this is what this alludes to um simple example of this uh, mica is that um if banks want to have crypto on their balance sheet they they need to back that and not one to one as with many other assets but 1250% so that's 12 and a half to 1 meaning if you have one bitcoin at 100k you're going to need uh, Tim, uh, yeah, well, 12, uh, 12 and a half that amount in, in yeah, so 1.2 million, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, and and, and, and leave yeah. the mats, yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah. There, no stable coins are good enough, that's where what it boils down to, yeah. And and, and and what was also with this mica thing is that they did it, they set some, some ground rules initially and they stated that. Stable coins should be so stable they cannot depeg from their intended value for for more than one cent, like six times or eight times those types of numbers. And that technically every stablecoin in existence right now failed that test um, and, and 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 is not acceptable uh, as being used by banks. That was kind of the boiled down version of that. Am I correct, Tim? Yeah. 
Um, in the description, you can find this in the bleak mid crypto winter a regulatory thaw begins. Um, read this yourself. Yep. Um, let's see what we have. Here. And basically, uh, this is something you've been hearing from us since episode one. Same story, same narrative, blah, 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 blah. Read it for yourself. Yeah. And what's also the same thing over and over and that never stops is um, Quant uh, allegedly doesn't do PR and doesn't do marketing. Um, and that's kind of right um, because we have Oracle doing that for us. <laughs> I knew you were going here. Yeah. yeah. Um, as you know, Oracle is um, is this little tech company yep. that uh, is like the third biggest. Four, yeah, fourth. I, I'm not sure. It's, they, it's kind of high. There are Formula One oh. cars. <laughs> yeah. There, there are Formula One cars and they're like the fourth biggest uh, software developer in the world uh, under Microsoft, Apple, um, and, 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 and Google. Um, those those three so they, they are the big boys and somewhere uh, along that order of magnitude yeah and and they, they decided to uh, write another um, tweet and it reads member startup quant network is involved in this initiative to promote blockchain based cross-border cash flow for latin american economies at fast company and they used an eye emoji which is really cute um oracle is uh shilling us not for the first time happens more um which is uh, which is really cool um this is the article that i just brought up by fast company i have never heard of this it is dated on july the 13th 2022 mosquito Can't bring Come on. Myself, no, can't bring myself to, to hunt mosquitoes now. Um, so, using digital currencies to unlock a continent, Quant's blockchain technology is, created, is creating one big global trading network for entrepreneurs. Is this a long article? Yes, this is. Eh. No, we'll, we'll get to this. The Are brick... we? You don't want to? Okay. Uh, I mean, we, we, we can skip through the... Yeah. Le, le, the, let's go to the, the general... quotes. Let's go idea, to the quotes. Idea of what's going on. Yeah, sure. I really think that cross-border payment is the next agenda. The next frontier, says John Pesme, World Bank's Global Director of Finance, Competitiveness and Innovation during the Development Podcast. Another international development priority, says Pesme, is to use blockchain to promote financial inclusion and foster remittance. Um. So for many business owners, exporting products isn't hard to entertain the idea of having to wait weeks to be paid. But that's the situation facing entrepreneurs in Latin America. Quote, it comes down to cash flow and there's a lot of uncertainty. You can't have transparency of where your money is and how long it will take to get paid. So it's a case of wait and see for the business owner. End quote. Gilbert Verdian, founder and CEO of Quant Network explained. Then a uh, next paragraph, Deloitte gets named, talking about electricity and uh, the Latin American economy. Yeah, basically this this uh, article des- 
describes kind of the backdrop against uh, which blockchain and Latin American dollar are being developed. And um, quite interestingly, Quant is mentioned as being a key player in that process. Uh, so that's really cool. We are seeing a lot of these kind of articles coming out right now, and I'm not sure why that is, but it's probably uh, Carrier uh, doing his work. He's carrying the team. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, this article is so full of juice. Blackchain uses blockchain and integrates it into the core banking infrastructure, enabling users to receive payments in the form of new digital Latin American dollar straight away, and then redeem it as local currency from their bank. Quote, real-time digital assets make getting paid instantaneously make getting paid instantaneously. All users need is a phone, says Ferdian. Quote, not only will this make it easier for people to send and receive payments, but more importantly, it will allow them to access new markets because lag chain is cross-border. End quote. Ferdian explains. This means businesses can not only sell to local customers, but access new ones in the 12 countries where Lackchain payments is accepted, helping them grow. Furthermore, the new digital currency will remove a lot of friction and risk when operating cross-border. Quote, you don't have to worry about currency fluctuations because it's all the same Latin American dollar, Ferdinand explains. His company's technology is instrumental in making this possible. And I like this, and I'm going to read this entirely. It reads, a quant-um leap. A quantum leap. They did a pun. The Lagchain project began in 2018, but Quant joined in 2021 to solve the problem around cross-border payments, domestic payments, and remittance using its overledger blockchain platform. I thought that, well, this was XRP's job. Oh, well. Quant spearheaded the blockchain ISO standard TC307 adopted by 57 countries and organizations worldwide and solved interoperability with the creation of one of the first blockchain agnostic API gateways over Ledger. It's proved such a hit thanks to use of low code, which enables users to create interoperable smart contracts and tokens more cheaply, easily, and in a matter of minutes instead of months, as it does not require the use of specialized programming languages. Quote, through our Overledger gateway, we enable participants to connect their private, public, and permissioned blockchains to Lackchain. Networks and DLTs that were siloed can now connect, end quote, Ferdian explains. Interconnected smart contracts and tokens can be used for more than moving money across borders. For example, they can also be used for supply chain traceability by tokenizing inventories and raw materials to track them and ensure products are produced sustainably. Um, so this is this is awesome, and um, it, it goes on. Uh, there's here a little bit on the partnership began when Quant joined Oracle for startups in 2019. It has allowed the scaling startup to tap into Oracle's network of customers, resulting in new clients in the financial payments and energy sectors. Quote: It's a win-win. Oracle gets to differentiate and provide an innovative solution to their customers. And we get to work with Oracle and our customers to solve business problems, end quote. He adds, since the certification of the Overledger Gateway, the two companies have worked together in the IETF and ISO TC307 blockchain interoperability workgroups to advance much needed standards in this area. This is so juiced, Tim, isn't it? Man, 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 man. 
The thing is, <laughs> I, I'm walking with a heart on the entire day already. Otherwise, I would have been feeling a little bit weird right now. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, this article just literally writes down what we already know, but it's written down in a magazine that everyone can can read on the internet <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. As a committed partner, they've brought exceptional expertise and technical proficiency to the project, says Alende Lopez, the Lagchain technical leader. Um, let's see if there's anything else. I mean, read the last paragraph, like the last part. This? Yeah. As if connecting 12 countries isn't enough, Verdian and Lagchain have a bigger vision where Lackchain will be able to connect to other regional DLT ecosystems in America, Europe, Asia, and Africa. Quote, we're seeing the beginning of regional trade networks already, end quote. He says, what Quant wants to see a time when all these closed-loop ecosystems are connected in one big global trading network. This isn't well, new, but he keeps repeating it. He yeah. keeps saying it. While blockchain technology is still nascent, as more companies, institutions, and governments embrace it, its potential can be fully realized. Then the world is an entrepreneur's oyster. Good stuff. Yeah. It's... But it's that, I'm pretty sure that that last part is taken from somewhere else, though. I don't know. I might just... He always starts about his uh, Bitcoin 2009... Treasury. Yeah, they said the source as of June 2021 Lackchain report. That's the article that we covered uh, a couple of weeks back. Yeah. Anyway, great stuff. And and there was one thing that struck me as well. And you, yeah, I forced you to kind of skip over it. And that's the part where it's recent. You can read this in the description yourself. Is that like local retailers, local customers can just use the Lackchain app like any other app on their smartphone and connect. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty yeah. brilliant stuff. It is super brilliant because the the barrier of entry is non-existent. If you can no. if, if you can download Snake or whatever people play on their phones these days, uh, I know I'm ancient. <laughs> you 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 can probably uh install the wallet. Oh, and what what we also didn't really say but that has been implied is that quant will be building the latin american dollar and it will go live in 2023 so um hashtag cbdc confirmed um that there is there is no doubt this has been confirmed by multiple sources now and um quant's going to be facilitating the cbdc for south america and as you can, yeah. can see, he also wants to connect with the rest of the world. Yeah. And, and the most interesting part is is that somewhere this week, that this episode is the latest one. That is the point where one year ago, Gilbert announced in a video on the, that they published on Twitter uh, that they are, oh yeah, by the way, we are building the Latin American dollar and it's quite exciting. That's one year ago. Now. It's this period. So we know this for a year now. And yeah. it gets confirmed more and more and more. And yeah. we even have a time. You even have a horizon when this is going public. Yeah, Great stuff, Jarno. Great stuff. Yeah. Of sorts. Um, 
first Oof. CBDC, and they're doing it as as we said many times. They're doing it in um, these kind of more developing, semi-developed countries because they can roll out new technology much quicker. Oh, we're dumping! Oh no, we're dumping! Look, look, we went down from eh, from ninety-five. We went down to... Back up your stuff, kids. We just lost the house. To 93. Oh, no. <laughs> Some oh. people might have actually lost the house on that dump. Nine, 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 nine. Nine, 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 nine. Uh, no, I thought I'd uh, do, a, do a crypto doom. Okay. Next anyway. Uh, where are we heading? Where are we heading? Yeah. Into damnation. One <laughs> of my... Um, one of my projects I named in the beginning is uh, is Galileo, Galileo Protocol, and um, I want to talk about this a bit. And um, I I work as an advisor for Galileo Protocol. Um, it has been founded by uh, Nathaniel Beauchamp and Pierre, and I forgot his last name. They are both French and QNT holders, um, and they're obviously Quamrads. Uh, Nat has been an admin in the Quamfi Lounge for for years and years. Um, I've gotten to know him personally, and uh, he approached me if, uh, or actually we we spoke, and he told me he was busy with his company. I'm like, dude, if you ever want help, you want a sounding board or or or, or whatever. Let me know. Um, and that just started getting traction and, and get rolling. And um, so I, I got assigned as a, as a board member. Um, I, I'm, I'm being paid for that. Um, eventually. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, so, so that's the, the disclosure on, uh, on my end. Uh, Tim, do you have a disclosure on this? I do. Uh, I did invest today. Uh, I'm one of the earliest investors, so everything I say beyond this point, take it with a grain of salt, or just yeah. take an entire, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> take this a shipload of salt. Th- just yeah. be, be careful. Um, but, but we are not here to shill. Yeah, oh. this is obviously going to be a little bit of a tiny little bit of shill, but they are using quant, and that's why we share it here. Otherwise, I wouldn't have dared to bring it up. Um, so what is going on? Galileo Protocol wants to create NFTs, and uh, don't hang up right now, stay with me. They want to create NFTs for physical goods. And yes, that is being done. How they want to approach this is they want to make their NFTs multi-chain using QRC20 technology, making it obviously interoperable across all the chains that are connected Apologies to that. Um, and how are they going to create those NFTs? Well, because anybody can, can say they own something and create an NFT for that, right? No. They are uh, going to create a network. They're going to create a network with the real world, the legacy world, if you will. Um, for example, Rolex. For example, um how do you call those things uh other watches apple whatever mm-hmm. name something 
and they are going to add them to their network so that people, if they want to use their 10,000 euro Rolex as collateral for something, they can go to a connected reseller and get their asset um, validated, taxated. Not really sure what the word is in English at the moment. I'm blanking. Audited. Um, audited. Assessed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they can get a certificate of authenticity and value, um, which they then can add. They have to add. Maybe you should go through the white paper. Let's continue your, uh, yeah. your point. But w- which they then can add to their NFT uh, to authenticate this. And I think that is pretty cool. So. The Galileo Protocol Twitter. Um, and their website. This has come online a week ago, something like that. Um, as you can see, there's a pre-sale links to this are in the description. Uh, Discord. Uh, here you can see a nice example. NFTs for physical goods. They give an example for a Rolex, a Pedex, a Breitling. Jacob and Co. Astronomica. I've never heard of this. I don't care about watches, um, but 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 it, but this is really cool. And um, there's an ETH value here on the screen, and you can see that there's uh, some sort of uh, auction going on to describe what the people are seeing here. Uh, you can see some of the partners. One is Peeps, XDC, Binance, Polygon, Quant, and Ethereum. Obviously, this is all related to the QRC20. Um, they also partnered up with BlockFi for KYC. KYC is mandatory if you want to join. Um, and they have um, approached LCX for their token sales and etc. So they're they're doing it all the right way. No uh, intentions of uh, of scamming or, or or going through loopholes or whatever. No, that is what really stands out to me. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have never, never put my name uh, under it, for sure. Um, okay, so we opened the, the white paper, um, and it reads, uh, Galileo Sol, they are registered as a legal entity in France, in Paris, develops its application called Galileo Protocol. This protocol allows the creation of uh, trust caps. This word is going to change. That is their. That was their working name for tokenized real-world assets um, to encrypt, store, and transfer data securely. These trust caps are non-fungible tokens representing physical goods issued on multiple chains. That is cried. Pierre Bernardo and Nathaniel Debash. What problems does it solve? Investors seek to store their wealth in asset classes such as real estate, art, and luxury watches in order to protect against inflation and unstable economic conditions. Most of these asset classes are illiquid and the entrance price is high. Cryptocurrency has become a store of value, but the market is volatile. Additionally, crypto investors do not have access to other physical asset classes unless they exit the crypto market and use fiat currencies to purchase physical assets. Um, and it goes on. Can I interrupt uh, you for a second, Yara? Sure. Uh, I'm not sure about your mic at the moment. 
What is, uh, some... what, what is wrong with my mic? It was, was a bit... Was, uh... it, was, was I touching my, my shoulder? No, it was not, but it was a bit unclear. Uh, okay. Sure how you sound it. Yeah, this is better. Okay, perfect. Um, I, I'd recommend just go through the white paper yourself. Um, yeah, definitely. They used the token. They created the token, the Leox token. Like I said, it's being minted um, <clears throat> and processed by, by LCX. Those guys are going to be uh, their third party as Coinbase is for Quant. Um, and, and like I said, Block 5 for the KYC process. Roadmap, um, Q2, well, obviously that passed. This is all moved up a little bit. Uh, but the UX development advisors team, where I am on, um, and then you have the Q3, Q4, the pre-seeds, the seeds, the recruitments, listings, uh, business partners, etc. There's also a Telegram group right now that's being created today. Um, and their Twitter is pretty active. Oh, I'm sorry, boys. So yeah, that, that's Galileo. And um, I think uh, this uh, these guys, from my experience, they are really serious about what they're doing. And um, they're working hard. They're super motivated. In my opinion, they try to be as as honest and as uh, as upstanding as possible. Um, yeah, they're definitely. also really enthusiastic. So every now and again, um, I'd need to uh, just grab them by the sleeve. I'm like, okay, dude, you need to get that offline. You cannot post uh, the announcement of the announcement with soon in it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I know you want to hold back a little. Uh, yeah. But no, man, they are they're really serious. They are educated. They are experienced. Uh, to the extent you can be, I mean, be honest. Who who is really experienced in this space, besides the Gilberts of this world? Um, everybody is learning. Everybody is, is is just trying stuff out, and 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 seeing um, how they can make the world better, but also uh, make a few dollars. Um, and I think uh, I think there's uh, there's nothing uh, nothing wrong with that. But it does mean that there is significant risk. Um, Obviously, all of this is not financial advice at all. No, and please don't take this as financial advice. This, uh, this is a, this is a high risk project for sure, and uh, just just be aware that you can very well lose everything uh, when you invest in this. Even the, despite the best efforts of the team, um, there's always risks. Yeah. So, however, the, and 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 I'm gonna be a bit optimist here i already told you take it all with a grain of salt no the thing is um i just want to come clean i don't uh, i don't pretend uh like i know everything and um the, the thing is still is that they are walking a very interesting way here um because they are doing everything by third parties on yeah. the crypto side yeah. so that, that makes it really interesting and the fact that we can talk about it safely in the comfy show um is because they use QRC20. It's one of the first crypto applications embedded by our own community. Yeah. It is literally using the Overledger service. So I think it's fair to talk about this project here because yeah. they are and, and using going, the capabilities of Overledger. And they're going to... through the utility of, of LCX, which is also a partner. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Um, that, that makes it really interesting because they are at the core embedded in the quant ecosystem. 
which is very enthusiastic. It is. Net, Net has helped build this community. Yeah, if you go to quantfilance.com, no. I think you yeah, will go his... to the quant yeah. price calculator. We can do that right now. Yeah, um, yeah he, he built that. You are true. going. Yeah, and it's one of the key features of our community, quantfilance.com, I think it's called. Not sure. Was it quantfilance.io? Oh, .io then. No, dot, oh, no, here it oh. is. Yeah. yeah, and you go here, and it's just a quant. This is this is from one of the founders of Galileo. Yeah. So the thing is, Jarno said earlier this episode, the people in this community are literally the 1% in the room. And that is... Hey, what kind of sp- I hmm? told him he needed to adapt this because the market cap should be way higher than 1 trillion. This is FUD. Nat, get your calculator fixed. Shenanigans. Now, um, what I was trying to say, the, the people in the quant community are literally the 1% in the room. Like the, we are, we have a very, very talented community on all sides, on the socials, on a you, technical side. You also have over 9,000. You don't see, right? So, yeah. 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 So, so, 615 million. Over 9,000! Yeah. No, uh, on the social side, on the technical side, on the investing side. There's so much talent in this community, and the fact that projects like these emerge makes it very interesting. And that's my will to invest, and uh, we will be definitely covering it on the show. Please take it with a grain of salt, though. Don't take it oh. as financial advice. The, but be uh, early, be invited to join these kind of high risk, high reward plays. Might yeah. very well work out. They have. Uh, we put the Quamfi Lounge in the description as well. They have an. Uh, they have an Ethereum address. If you want to leave a, a quant tip for them, um, I think they uh, they would appreciate that. Just leave one quant. Yeah. What's what's a hundred thousand dollars amongst friends, right? We I also know. have an Ethereum address. If you feel like helping out the show, watch our ads in the future, or donate with the Ethereum wallet that is in the description. Yeah, if you want to torture your please, na- sir, mi familia. <laughs> oh, I'm so ill. <laughs> Terrible. Or torture your neighbors and just play the ads really, really loud. But then the ad revenue goes to us. That was it about Khalil. Oh, yeah. Uh, Please never never terminate our videos. When you're done watching or you get bored, just leave your phone and just let it run. Same with on your smart TV. Just let it run. Really helps the show. No, I shouldn't be asking that. That's illegal. I'm sorry. Don't do that. I was joking. It's the fever talking. You cannot call an episode. Yeah, you cannot promote people to uh, do these uh, malicious uh, things, apparently. No, I think, no, I don't think that's very smart. Do we okay, have questions? Kind of a... Do we have Instagram? No, I, I, didn't, I didn't put any Instagram questions. I'm sorry. Are you done with a when, 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 when? I am, you know, I am. Yeah. It hurts, doesn't it? It does. All your efforts, all your attempts at education, all your attempts at grooming, at everything... By the way, talking about grooming, uh, I am impressed. I am impressed by how this community in general conducts itself on socials lately. I think um, we are more and more maturing in our engagement with uh, with professional entities. I mean, the oracles of this world. Um, I think um, the tagging, unnecessarily tagging team members and stuff, is uh, is at all time low. 
we're really glad. And I, I'm also really glad that in in what? Four months, we're doing English now, five, six? Yeah. I think I deleted two comments or three that, that, that were just intended um, to be to be serious, but were absolute terrible garbage with a link and, and shit. So our comment section is really clean. This afternoon, we had a couple of scammers. Those are re those we delete a lot, um, but that's not the community. So I think you guys are uh, are at your best behavior everywhere. And I think that is uh, deserving of uh, of a compliment. Absolutely. And, and, and now I think of it, there is one guy I should give a shout out. I didn't mention him in the Dutch episode. And I should mm. do it here now. He... Uh... Oh, actually, he asked us. He asked us about Mika, what we just discussed, oh. and he was also questioning whether we should uh, be worried when we have unhosted. Wait, let's just read it out. But it's in Dutch, so I need to make the translation. Guys, uh, well, congrats with the new branding. It really looks very clean and more international. Nice, thanks, man. Uh, something I, I was questioning is whether the latest Mika. Regulations from the EU. Mm. Uh, should we, we should we be concerned uh, with our unhosted wallets? So a letter in my case. Uh, I have my Cosi Quants on there, and I won't like to keep it that way. Yeah. I I don't I don't know. I I'm not gonna lie. I haven't read the entire thing. I just read the excerpt because this is not finalized legislation yet. So. Um, with a busy schedule, I don't feel like going through all the original drafts. Those things are a pain in the ass to read. They are they are as thick as my leg, and it's it's just no. So I don't know what um, you know what it is. As long as Ethereum exists, it will be impossible to to to, to outright ban this behavior what they can do and that's what you're seeing in the netherlands already is that the exchanges so your fiat on and off they will require you to verify that you are in fact the owner of an address you want to send this to i was throwing a tantrum a couple of weeks back when i was attempting to start with bitvavo and and, and get an account going and send some q and t um it was a pain in the fucking ass to to to, to get that going, and and I stopped mid process because I needed to make a screenshot, I needed to make a screen recording, I needed to make a picture with a post-it, um, with a mirror and my penis and all those things. It was ridiculous. It was terrible. But for exchanges, it will probably be a, a necessity if you want to send Q and T to a specific wallet. You're gonna need to specify uh, where the wallet is, if it's yours, blah blah blah. And what happens from then is that their job is done because then the taxman kn knows that you own that wallet, and from there on they can simply track it because yes, it's a public chain. Um, and and with pro with things like Seek, it is. Surprisingly simple to simply make make a search and follow breadcrumbs. Um, yeah. and, and if your breadcrumbs end up at a Tumblr, 
where you randomize your Ethereum, you're just going to get taxed for the entire lot. Yeah, and because you're probably once they trace one thing, they will trace everything. It's like poof. Yeah. Your. Uh... Yeah. So so I think um, that th they can't ban wallets. I think they won't. I think self custody right now is and and now I'm going on my rant again. I think self <laughs> I, I think self custody is nice, but it's not the future. Maybe it is for some people, but um, it is not convenient. It is not convenient. It is not customer friendly. It is not easy. It is not safe. It is none of those things. And um, it's not the future. Not the way it is right now. It's a nice first iteration, but peak bull, you got to pay thousands of euros for a single transaction. Uh, people are going to make mistakes. People are going to lose their funds. Happens every single day. People lose keys. IDEX, 150k QT, hasn't moved over a year. Why? Why? Because people lose their shit. People lose their keys. People lose their funds, um, etc. So th there will be some, I will be one of them, that will be using those wallets for as long as they can. But eventually, custody solutions where you do manage to a degree your own keys, probably with your digital identity or with your other form of 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 of, of legal uh, ownership identity thing. Um, I think you will own everything like that. But but we'll see. Tim, I'm done. <laughs> nah, it's uh, the, the the endless. Uh, yeah, and then you need to write down your seed and you need to write it in titanium and then you need to store it in a fireproof safe in 27 different places. And blah blah blah. Otherwise, they're gonna drill your kneecaps. Come on, guys. <sighs> anyway, I'm exhausted. Is there anything else, Tim? No, there there, there is not. I'm really glad for this episode. Werner uh, needs a recovery, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. So everybody, stay comfy, please. Don't let the price action fool you. Um, don't let all the footers fool you. Um, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, etc., then it's probably utility. Um, I'd say hold on to your quanties. Not financial advice. We'll see you on the next show. Thank you for watching. Stay, Stay quantity. Quantity.